Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favorite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish dash tech dash news. Hi, welcome to the Irish News Podcast. I'm talking with Alexander Clementi, assistant professor at the School of Medicine at Nazarbayev University. How are you doing, uh, Alexandra? Hello, Ron. Nice to see you. Likewise. I'm fine, thank you. Now, before we start, tell us a bit about your background so we know who you are. Um, I'm a family physician. Uh, I'm a specialist uh, uh, family doctor, and I'm Italian. Yeah. Uh, my background is that uh, I got my training in Italy, then I moved to UK, and finally, nine years ago, I joined the Lanzabite University. Okay. Now, recently, you were developing, you created an app that analyzed the sound of a cough using AI. How does it work and what will it do? Okay. The idea came uh, from the fact that patients are very scared when they have cough symptoms, especially under the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. Uh, but in general, this has always been a problem for doctors because uh, we are having patients uh, um, asking help and suggestions, but our human ear is not really good in catching the different nuances yeah. of the sound. Uh, the cough sounds is a dirty sound, we can say. Yeah. Um, so it's very difficult for our human ear to catch nuances, gravity, severity of the condition. So the idea was that maybe if we are able to record properly the sound, uh, different uh, algorithms of artificial intelligence and machine learning can help uh, us to make a proper diagnosis. It's a very ambitious project, but uh, you know we wanted to start and to see whether there was some relevant information that we could find out from this analysis. And how is it going so far? The first step was to develop an app. Yeah. So we developed a free mobile app, uh, both for Android and Apple. Yeah. Uh, it is translated in four languages, English, uh, Russian, Kazakh, and Uzbek, yeah. but it can be translated in many other languages. It's for free. And it's a very good method to record the cough sounds anonymously. And uh, then it will be stored in a, ser- in a server and will be analyzed. So far, in about uh, one year and a half, we collected this random, from random users around the world 1,500 sounds. These sounds have been analyzed. It looks like uh, the pattern is giving quite uh, good uh, results. Yeah. You know, it looks like we can connect some specific pattern to some diseases so far. Uh, the next step, it is to collect uh, sounds uh, from diagnosed patients directly from doctors in the hospital. This step is a little bit more complicated because we want patient that has been already diagnosed and we want doctors that are able to certify yeah. that this uh, patient has a specific diagnosis and have the specific cough sounds. Um, it's a little bit more complicated, but with the help and cooperation of Kazakh doctors, 
you know, we are working to build up this special uh, uh, data collection. Yeah. Well, I know that last year I did a podcast with a guy called Joe Brew with a company from called Hype that are based in, in Barcelona. And they're doing something similar to you, but his aim is to collect all kinds of different sounds. So, for example, their aim is to be able to tell, rather than just by a cough, also by how you breathe, how you speak, you can analyze and then detect if you've got an illness. So the fact he's done that, that's proven to me that your idea is doable and workable. I mean, we start, you know, first of all, um, as, a, as a researcher, and you cannot do everything by yourself. Yeah. So you need to put together uh, people from different, completely different backgrounds. So in that regard, uh, the help of Martin Lukacs, the Associate Professor of Computer Science in our university, was uh, fundamental. Because by myself, I can have an idea, but I don't know how to achieve, how to make it practice, yeah. this idea. Uh, so with Martin and his team, they developed the app. Uh, the app was making a very effective recording. Uh, then he has a team of young researchers that are able to analyze all the different wavelengths, also taking out all the background noise, and they are running each sound through different patterns of machine learning. Yeah. And uh, since the beginning, it looks like uh, it was working uh, very well. So, of course, we have, um, you know, limited instruments and human power, but I believe that we have been pretty lucky um, to have an idea that was uh, actually doable and, uh, and, and the direction of research, which is uh, pretty effective. What's most important is this was done during a pandemic, which is, which is when it's going to be needed most. And also, technology is available now. I wasn't here 10, 15 years ago. So you've got all the technology and everyone's got a mobile phone more or less nowadays. So that is easier for you to get click all these sounds. Yes, because everybody uh, owns uh, a mobile, uh, a smart telephone, actually. Yeah. Everything, everyone feels more comfortable, uh, you know, using uh, this uh, telephone, not just for talking, but yeah. also to make uh, surveys, uh, research, uh, um, so um, it was very convenient uh, to use that. But we also created a special features because uh, especially for the, pro the problem of having doctors recording cough sounds from patients, as I understand, it would be inconvenient, for example, for me as a doctor, to put my personal mobile in front of the patient asking cough you yeah. know it's not hygienic uh, so we ended up uh, i need to say that martin was very industrious in finding a solution so we develop a way uh, to send a qr code from the doctor of the pa from the patient mobile to the doctor's mobile yeah so the doctor can achieve this information through a qr code what's well, me what's important is that right now when we have probably future pandemics fact this can actually tell you and say oh in a certain part of Kazakhstan or a certain part of, of Italy or France or Germany or whatever it is we've analyzed and found this there's similar cops that means there's a breakout of this pandemic of this illness in this certain region well it's a little bit it's a little bit too early definitely uh, but it would be great in the future to yeah. connect a specific cough sound to a specific disease personally I'm very keen about the TB, uh, which in Kazakhstan is uh, still a problem, yeah. um, and you know it's very it's very difficult uh, uh, disease to diagnose for doctors. Uh, 
so I believe, and we have here pretty significant samples of these uh, diseases, so it would be great. Originally, we were thinking that the COVID-19 could have a specific pattern. You yeah. know, cough uh, in the first and second wave were one of the main symptoms of COVID-19. Uh, so this is why also we have been... Uh, um, funded because there was a, a strong significance between our research and the COVID-19 at the time. Yeah, and you mentioned TB. For me, TB, the most neat thing about it is the cough. Some have coughed certain way. You know it's a TB cough rather than a smoker's cough. And the fact that you'll be able to detect that, to me, is great. Because I know, as you said, parts of the world, TB is, is, still, is, still, is, still very is still very relevant. And if you can make sure that you can try and make sure that TB is no longer an issue, that would be great. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's good the idea that we can, uh, uh, we hope that we can contribute a little bit uh, to make this world uh, healthier. Yeah, because for me, yeah, there's easier. certain illnesses at the moment, like COVID, that are going to be around and on TB that's still around. And if we can make sure that when, it, when suddenly in 10 years' time, it'd be like a common cold, we know it's there and we can treat it pretty easily. That's the idea, I guess. Yeah, the other point is that for doctors, it was a little bit frustrating um, to um, uh, deal with the cough sounds because, for example, for the heart and for the breath sounds, yeah. we have the stethoscope that is able to catch quite in detail the nuances and use yeah. of the sounds. Yeah. And actually, we can say something that is meaningful and scientific. Yeah. But for the cough sounds, which is so dirt and so difficult to understand uh, this was a, a real challenge and uh, I hope that it can really make a difference. So I guess you're saying that the technology you're providing will be a modern version of a stethoscope? Yeah, I mean the stethoscope is still very important to understand the breathing sounds, yeah. you know, what we call uh, um, the murmur uh, sounds of the breathing, inspiration and expiration. So it's very, it's still very relevant. Uh, but with the stethoscope, uh, traditionally, when a patient is coughing, yeah. we remove the stethoscope because it's a strong sound yeah. that uh, is too much strong, and we really cannot say much about that. Because yeah, I'm just thinking that with the with the, with the uh, mobile device, if you're in a country, for example, that you mightn't have doctors nearby, if they can record that on, on, the, uh, the, on the vote and send a QR to somebody else, that's equivalent to a doctor being there with a telescope. The QR code will say, this is the sound, and then you can analyze it, which is great. Yeah, something else which is very important is that we can use this device as a telemedicine device, because of course I am, for example, a doctor in Italy, and my patient is in... I don't know, Morocco or yeah. US, Canada, and he can directly send me his cough recording and I can run this cough through the algorithm and maybe find some relevant information. Even if we are not getting through the diagnosis, which is very, uh, I mean, very distant goal yeah. from where we are now, uh, still, if we can set up a severity or level or an alert system yeah. where we can be concerned or not, because, you know, uh, when someone is coughing, not all the time it's something very serious. Yeah. You know, sometimes it can be just something in your throat or... Uh, Mm, you know, it can be a, a quick viral cold and yeah. uh, something like that. Sometimes it can be something more serious, you know. So if we are still able to make a, a level of grade of severity, I believe that we should be very, very happy. 
Because the meaning of long term, this can help diagnose a bread break of an illness. You can then be able to, to maintain that and make sure that it can be contained before it spreads. I mean, potentially, yeah. uh, again, we're still far away, but we need to start uh, uh, from somewhere, you know. Yeah, but technology is here now, like 20 years ago, if you suggest this idea, I'd say, great, but where do you get the technology that the patient or person can cough into? Now we've all got mobile devices, smartphones, therefore that, that's there, so that's less cost to us. The only cost is developing the app, and in fact, they've got the mobile phone, they can do that. So... In the five years' time, when you have somebody also who might have a smart device, a wearable watch, they can do very similar things as well. Well, the mobile health at this point is very well developed. Yeah. Um, as you can see, for example, um, you know the the some watches, some smart watches, as you may notice, they have been approved FDA yeah. uh, to diagnose or exclude atrial fibrillation, uh, which is uh, really mind blowing for us as doctors. Yeah, because now that, for example, the Apple Watch, they've got the they can they can, they can check your ECG. So if you link that to your cough. And the data can be sent from the app onto the doctor. They can think, hold on, we've got the cough here. We've got the ECG and other data from the smartwatch. And that, one, that is telling me the heart rate and the other things as well and blood pressure. This says it's serious. Yeah, in fact, uh, we are trying to develop uh, uh, every few times new features. Yeah. Also to detect the spontaneous cough and not just uh, Force cough uh, when when you decided to record your cough, yeah. you know. But even if you're able to detect the spontaneous cough uh, happening during the night and for how many times over the day around the night, it's also giving us a very relevant sign of severity of the case. And also, if you check the person's sleep patterns and tell them how long they slept and everything, else, that is important too. Because you don't want a scenario where, well, this person coughs now and again, but we don't know more. But if you can. Build a pattern of the person that is sleeping quite a bit. You know the previous health history. So, for example, if somebody has an illness like as say as an illness like uh, like asthma or something else. You know, always oh, the person's asthma, or someone's got cancer. You know they've got cancer, and because of of the cancer, the symptoms are this, and that's why they're coughing. That's why they're not sleeping well, which is nice. Yeah, something else in our hub, uh, we also designed a uh, um, small questionnaire. If the, uh, some, the, the, the users wants to contribute, uh, there is also a few questions that we tried to figure out the severity of the case, if they have a diagnosis or just a concern. Yeah. And uh, also in case of COVID-19, we also ask to the users uh, some questions about their mental health and how they felt about the COVID restrictions yeah. because uh, we are aware that one of the issues of lockdown and social distancing was linked to um, mental health yeah. uh, problems. Uh, so we want to be inclusive and aware also of mental health problems coming from the isolation lockdown. Yeah, and also the most important thing is all data is anonymized. So when you're researching yeah. this, you're not going to know who the person is. You might know the area they live in, but you won't know who they are, which is which is more important because that way they feel more more relaxed knowing that no one's going to know it's me. 
Here in Azabab University, we follow a strict rule about the ethical approval of all research projects. Yes. In our case, we have a double ethical approval, both from the university and for the um, uh, hospitals, yes. hospitalized uh, hospitals where we will be collecting data from doctors. Uh, and of course, uh, when you open the app, there is a disclaimer about uh, uh, you know informed consent. Um, as you can imagine, there is not really uh, any risk related to recording a cough sounds, yeah. which is completely anonymous. But we wanted to make sure that the patient and the users feel comfortable about the fact that their data are protected. Because my view is this data is saving, it's going to save lives. But you got to make sure that by doing this, their life isn't compromised and someone's going to know they've got an illness. At this stage, we are still on a research project, yeah. so we cannot really intervene personally to save the life of someone. Yeah. But if the project is going into the right direction, like it looks like, in the future, it can be a feature of smart working. So yeah. and you can decide to connect directly to your doctor, to your GP, or to your specialist. And how long before this, this app, you think, will we'll actually... Go to the general public, we can use it. When, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, commercialization uh, is very complex. So, first of all, we wanted to, and also because it's about health. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we want to be very um, sure that this is working properly. Uh, as a doctor, my main concern is the patient safety. Yeah. So, I want to be sure that this is working properly. I want to be sure that it's commercialized with not uh, um, with not purpose of um, you know lucrative purposes. Yeah. Uh, you know uh, everything that is coming from uh, research and university, in my opinion, should not be and, and for health it should not be lucrative. And uh, so let's see. It may be a possibility. It would be great. That's good because I know that uh, we're going to probably face in the future more pandemics of certain types. And every time technology like yours is available to help, that's going to be good because it, it puts le less worry and strain in the health service because if they know well, what areas it's in, they can put the money into that, into that small time area where it's happening rather than hoping uh, it doesn't affect the whole country. Actually, here the most important thing is to find an artificial intelligence, a machine learning pattern yeah. that is really working. Uh, you know, for all the cough sounds. Yeah. If you are able to touch um, that piece of information, this can really be, um, uh, you know, a game changer in the situation. Well, to me, it's like, for example, when you hear someone speak, by their accent, you know where they're from. And when you hope to when you hear someone cough, you know where the cough's from. That's probably the, like I mean, that. It, yeah. it, in, in our ideal world, yes, yeah. we are still uh, not there, uh, you know, but uh, we hope that we can get to that one day. Yeah, because that's, that's me would, would be like the equivalent of that. Like if I hear you speak, I could tell them, oh, she sounds European, she's Italian. And we're suddenly speaking from another country, oh, they're American or they're, so, I have an idea of where they could be from. And well, hopefully with the cough, you're suddenly, oh yeah, that cough, that cough is from, is from the, uh, is from the flu. Or that cop is from, is from uh, COVID, or that cop is from smoking, or tuberculosis. So therefore, that's what we want to have. Yeah, it's a little bit like making an X-ray, 
the equivalent uh, uh, of the next ray, you know, something like that. Uh, it would be great, uh, you know, it's very, very powerful. Um, you know, hope and uh, creative, and also a little bit of creativity behind that, uh, because you know, uh, you need to think a little bit out of the box uh, to have this kind of idea. Yeah, and I think I guarantee, as smartphones improve and bring in new, new technologies, you're going to see the same with with what you're doing. It's going to improve so much because technology is going to offer you a lot more to do. Like right now, just you're limited to what you can do, and in ten years' time, what you're able to do is it's going to be a lot easier because the smartphone does most of the AI and that kind of stuff for you, which is great. Yes, likely. Yeah. And before we finish up, anything else you want to add to the podcast or you think you've said enough? Okay. Good. Yeah. I hope that you're happy with, uh, you know, what we shared so far. I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, and was, I hope it's clear enough yeah. for everybody to. Oh, it was clear, and it was great to get to hear about this because I love these new technologies that are able to help us. And for once, we can say technology has been used for good and not bad because people always assume technology when it uses data, oh, we can't have that because it's going to be misused. But in some cases, it's important. It helps save lives. It can help basically stop countries around the world being locked off with lockdowns because. We can, we can catch things early enough. Yeah. I, I believe that university research uh, it should be uh, driven yeah. uh, to, to this, uh, uh, you know, make good uh, for the community. Yeah. Uh, it can be a small community, it can be a larger community, but I believe that, you know, this is what uh, we should do. Yeah. Thanks very much, Alexandra. Have a great day. Thank you, Rona. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.